there. This is Dennis Velka with Out Bureau. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Out Bureau Voices, where we have engaging conversations with LGBTQ professionals, entrepreneurs, and community leaders from around the world. And today we are chatting with Curtis Danskin Ainsley. Thank you so much for chatting with us today, Curtis. Thank you so much. It's great to be here, Dennis. I'm so excited to be with you. Thank you so much. Well, awesome. Uh, well, well, Curtis, I know we've 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 been in contact for quite a while. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, both on LinkedIn and on Outbeer.com. I've exchanged a few conversations and so forth, back and forth. Um, but I, I always like to start off uh, my shows with you sharing a little bit about your background. And then what kind of led you into what you're doing today? You know, what was that aha moment, that that spark of inspiration? And why the heck do you get out of bed every day and do what you do? I love that, Dennis. So I'll help you peel back some of the layers here. Um, So, um, you know, I'm a a, a CEO. I'm a certified life purpose coach. And uh, I'm CEO of ORC Virtual Incorporated. I'm a musician. I'm an ordained pastor. I'm husband to an amazing man named Robbie, um, daddy to an 18-pound cat and a one-and-a-half-pound toy Yorkie named Tobin. Um, So a little psychotic around here. I'm also a classically trained lyric baritone, classical, and church organist as well. And uh, my company, ORC Virtual, is focused on really solving one key business issue for solopreneurs and entrepreneurs from all sizes of business. And that is that we bring order to administrative chaos. So I equip and train business owners by performing back office functions so they can continue doing what called them into business to begin with instead of being in the back office. Most business owners were not called into business to sit at their computers and do all the administrative stuff. So we bring order to that type of administrative chaos. And I also provide mentoring and coaching to them as uh, as well. I'm also a, a life purpose coach and I do a hard focus providing coaching for LGBTQ plus community for those who find it difficult to move past the damage that a religious organization or strongly religious family structure imposed. Um, I understand firsthand the trauma this can cause and how it can make us feel less than um, and whether people reject faith or looking to live life with uh, fully with their faith, um, I can help people move move past that. So both of my businesses, Dennis's, Dennis, were, were born out of adversity. Um, and a lot of it was self-inflicted and the rest just sucked. <laughs> Those LGBTQ issues that have been prevalent for decades that impact our community and continue to do so today were working against me. Uh, deep pain came from negative people, negative places. It took me, it took me a while to stop blaming others and get to the point where I am now. And here and now, as I look back and in deep gratitude for every situation, I'm a survivor of a 17-year failed marriage that was based on deception, a 25-year career that crashed and burned in a horribly painful, personal and soul-crushing way. And I finally came out at the tender age of 42. So I know what it's like to not come out of the closet and I'm acutely aware of the atmosphere inside the closet and how many times we kind of come out halfway and the danger of that um, so that people only see a portion of ourselves. 
So I'm, I'm aware of the painful journey to self-actualization. And it's both of those that bring me my passion for, for business, for the realization that people need to surround themselves with amazing, with other amazing people. And it's about our, it's about our tribe. It's about building our sphere of influence. I got into this business because people needed help <laughs> with both the coaching and the ORC virtual people needed help and, um, and they weren't able to find it. So small businesses were failing um, by, by the droves because they couldn't find the help. And lots of people were saying, I'll help you, but there were thousands of applicants for one job. And so it was really difficult to find work. So I thought, how can I mold those two together? So in 2007, we started ORC virtual. And so we, again, we provide the virtual executive assistance to people. And I use independent contractor contractors from around uh, the United States to do that. And we do work, we do work uh, globally as well. So that's kind of what brought me brought me into this. And, and the coaching is something I've been doing for years. Um, but obviously, when I finally came out um, and fully came into myself, um, that then my coaching business took off with a lot more authenticity than it ever had before. So um, that's that's exciting. And, and I that's one of my greatest passions right now. So that's kind of peeling back some of the layers about of who I am. <laughs> OK, well, you, you answered one of the questions I had because I was, you know, I was curious with uh, your uh, your business assistance program. You know, if it was just you or, if, you know, you you had other team members to do do things. So I uh, appreciate that clarity there. Yeah. And you know what and omg do i understand the issues of entrepreneurialism and you know so many people you know you you have the vision for and the inspiration for what you want to do but one of the examples that i uh kind of string throughout my conversations is i use the example of susie the dentist and you know She's a fantastic cosmetic surgery dentist, but she didn't go, she didn't learn how to do marketing. She didn't learn how to do HR. She didn't learn how to do legal, right? And and all the other facets of owning and operating a business. And so, you know, I think it's very valuable for everyone out there to, to hear that it's okay to seek help and whether that's help in your business or even help in your personal side of your life and doing your coaching, or even if that means going and seeking, you know, a, uh, going and seeking a support group, going and seeking, you know, a mental, a mental health professional, if, if that's what's, you know, needed, I think it's, it's, when you are know that you have too much, whatever that is, it's too much, yep. you know, being able to raise your hand is, I, I think it's pretty courageous because so many, yes. so many indicators in our life is like, you know, you have to be, a, you have to be everything. You have to be the top. You have to do, you know, you have to be a super mom, uh, you know, supporting three children while also being a career person and also being a great wife, right? 
if if mm-hmm. that's you know your makeup mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and we as men we have that too you know you 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 gotta go you gotta go boom 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 and if you show any sign of you know failure you suck and, well, and, yeah yeah and, and that yeah, sucks it's, it's not it tr- it's not true yeah yeah for some reason we are brought up to believe that asking for help is weakness but what happens when we, we in business when we when we don't ask for help when we when we fail to surround ourselves with 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 people and we have to surround ourselves with people who are better than we are in certain areas right that's how you build your strong team and your strong business uh, tribe Ab- but we yeah absolutely. we were taught, yeah but we were taught that that was weak we were taught that we what do you mean you can't do this by yourself what do you mean what, what are you talking about it's not it's not it's not weakness it's strength to say I, yeah, I can do this over here, but this person here is far better at it than I could ever dream of being. So it makes sense for me to place it in their lap. I started the company in 2007 and I was telling all my clients at the time, bring us on your team because teamwork makes the dream work. It's about surrounding yourself with everybody. But guess who didn't listen to his own advice? That would be me. So I went from 2007 until 2010 with nobody else on my team except me. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> I wasn't mm. listening to my own advice. The the very the very quarter that I brought on uh, my first one was my graphic designer, and then I brought an assistant, and then I brought on a board of advisories all within the first month, um, who are now my board of directors. Is this the, the very month that I did that? My my numbers started increasing. My revenue was increasing because I realized I have more time to dive into what it, what I am most passionate about in this business and with my clients instead of getting off a call with them, trying to get off that call as fast as I can because now I've got QuickBooks to do and I've got some spreadsheets to do and I've got some letters to stuff and and things to print like that's no way to run a company but and and the 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 department of labor actually has a had a report out there a couple of years ago that said 72 percent of small businesses will fail within the first three years 72 percent and the reason that most of them fail is because they're doing it all by themselves I, yeah. I meet them all i meet them all the time dennis and people will will have an interview with me and then they'll say you know i'm well, I just need to get a few things into place before I bring you on board. And I know right away, I will never hear from them again and that they will probably fail because they think that they have to get ready to bring people on. No, bring people on when you're going crazy, <laughs> when you don't know what direction you're going in because they're going to help you. That's 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 the key. That's the key. Very, very interesting. Uh, and and I, I appreciate that perspective. <laughs> it's, it's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I'm know, working yeah. to bring people on board to alpiero.com because I'm going crazy. Yeah, I, and you I will. work 10 to 12 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah, my dear Dennis, Literally. you're going to burn yourself out. We all know it. You're going to burn yourself. You know it. Oh, I'm and already the, burned out. It is the weird thing that we all know it. Like, oh yeah, I'll burn out, I'll burn out, but we don't do anything about it, and then we suddenly burn out. Like, well, how the hell did I did I did I get here? And and I I love. But I have a great uh, executive assistant, Sean, who's just remarkable. I mean, anything that I give him, he does, and I don't have to worry about it. What a sense of relief and empowerment but what we think is is the issue we think that if i give you this to do for me that 
I'm not capable of doing that. And that's wrong. And then I have to fill my time with something else. Well, trust me, you're not going to have a problem filling that time. Mm-hmm. But we feel like I, I got to give my a little piece of myself away. That's the only look. If 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 you're driving your bus and you know your journey and you know your destination and and you don't have people on your bus who believe in you and are going in the same direction uh, as you are, your bus ain't going anywhere. <laughs> you know, kick them off your bus. Put people on your bus who believe in you, who are passionate about you, and who will help you. Because they like to help and they're good at it. That's the thing. Yeah, uh, no. uh, absolutely. Um, no. Well, for, for, and for me, this isn't my first rodeo. I've owned a couple of businesses in the past, and mm-hmm. I've I've had staff. And um, it was interesting is my first business grew to thirty eight staff. Well, seventy five percent had master's degrees. Oh. Wow. Uh, 10% had doctorates. And uh, although I had personally attended uh, college credit wise enough to get a degree because I switched, I actually don't have a college degree. Okay. Yeah. Then that's uh, fine. No, but, but everyone, everyone, but just because I was the boss, I knew everything. No one everyone thought that I had a minimum master's degree. Of course. Because all of my clients were Fortune 500 and government entities, and then all of my staff. And, uh, you know, I never corrected them. You know, it wasn't something that I shared. But, you know, I had the ability to, you know, bring those people aboard and do everything. And so, and some of them, you know, were, were, were better at doing what, you know, doing the consulting side of the things. But honey, it was still my company. <laughs> and you know something, and, and the truth is that that uh, a degree does not a person make. No, and most, so, pe- well, most people don't even work in the degree, in the field of the degree that they had. So really. I'm a voice performance major. What am I doing with that now? I haven't, I haven't done that. I haven't sung in a concert in almost 10 years. I sing in the shower and that's about it. So yeah. <laughs> but the, 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 the journey to education, first of all, doesn't have to... Uh, there doesn't have to end with the graduation ceremony. The journey of, of education is about learning and about gaining uh, belief in yourself and, and knowledge and skills. That's what it's about. Well, absolutely. I, I literally learn something new every single day. Amen. I love it. Yes. Um, exactly. Well, and it's also because I deal with so many facets. So mm-hmm. if I'm implementing something new or if I'm, uh, you know, learning a new CRM solution, or if I'm, you know, learning Amazon email services, <laughs> which I'm doing right now. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm looking to um, hopefully within about a year uh, to completely move off of the current hosting situation that I'm on now, because I've tried a couple hosting programs, uh, hosting solutions, and move totally onto Amazon. So, nice. wow. yeah, so I, I'm, I'm kind of halfway there right now. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I have most of my images all hosted on Amazon trying to, I, I owe them an email <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they want to, they want to see all the emails that I send to make sure I'm not spamming. Right. Of course. Of course. Yep. They're going to regulate you. Look at my site. There's nothing about spam here. So anywho, Mm -hmm. but that, and then uh, once this current hosting uh, 
period uh, ends, uh, then move then the database over as well. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's you, you know if you're and if you're passionate about and I and I love it, and I, I it learned, shows it shows. And I learn I learn about so many different things. You know, there's so many different groups on on Out Bureau. There's Out Foodies group. Well, I saw that one the other day. I'm like, that is so freaking cool. How cool is yeah. that? Yeah. And, and so my, my thing is that, you know, Out Bureau is for professionals and entrepreneurs. But as professionals and entrepreneurs, we're not just our work, right? Exactly. We, we, exactly. Need, we need time also to deflate. And we need, and we have other interests. I love, 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 love to cook and throw dinner parties. You know, oh, nice. if I could have 10 people over... And we're all where's my invi- where's my invitation to <laughs> <my invitation. laughs> yeah and if we're all sitting around the table and you know and everyone's enjoying it that makes me feel good because food is love you know when you're cooking for someone Absolutely. and you're you know that's love the um, best relationships are built in the kitchen and over the dining room table let me tell you yeah so that's tr- where it happens so mm-hmm. true a big old hint yeah. for any suitors out there because i'm single is if i'm cooking it not not in a um in an authentic way come up snogging me while i'm cooking reach around turn <laughs> off the snow turn off the stove and then get a little busy now and then that's nice mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. you know just anywho just a little yeah. tips little tip that's for you out there tips, people adding to the bio <laughs> i'm adding to the bio <laughs> so so and I really can appreciate, you know, also your your story of coming from, um, you know, a background of a bit of a, oppressing yourself and and, and oppression yes. from others. Um, I've experienced some of that too, and it was very. It caused me to for um, for a while. Uh, I'll be honest. It caused me a little self loathing, um, yeah. inter- internal self hating, and. Um, that was difficult. I had to learn to put boundaries and set expectations and love myself enough to say, no, what you're, what you're giving, I don't want. And I'm done. Yeah. Well, let let, let me tell you guys, I'll I'll share with just, just a little bit of the, 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 what I call the horror turn in my life is that as I was starting to realize who I was and exploring that, I was also a, a church musician. And I was at a fairly large church here in Florida. And the senior pastor said to me, and I was the organist and director of music, and it was a huge program that, that we built. And um, they said to me, the senior pastor sat down and said to me, well, it's now that we have, now it's time that we have this talk, son. <laughs> Do not call me son. But he said, um, it's time to, to have a, a, a talk, son. He says, you know what they say about single male church organists, right? We can't have that for this. And so if you think that you're going to succeed as a musician, you best have a wife by your side. I was so scared, Dennis. I mean, I'm just—I'm almost like crying now, just remember, just going back and remembering some of wow. that. But I was—it was—it was so intense. And and guess what I did? I, I did. I, I married my best friend at the time, 
And so I was married to a, a woman for 18 years because I thought that that's what I had to do in order, because I believed him, in order to be successful in the area that I felt called to be in at that time. And of course, this was the, the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, we didn't have the choice to, 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 to marry our partners, right? We didn't have that that choice. And so the only way that we could have any hope of having maybe some kids, some grandkids, nephews, extended families, family uh, holidays was 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 to do that. And that's and that's and that's what I did. And so I I understand, as I say, the 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 tremendous gut-wrenching pain of living in the closet and just peeking out the door once in a while. Or maybe having one foot out of the closet, like with certain friends, you were out, but with other friends you were in. And when you were out, you're always looking over your shoulder to make sure nobody was looking. Yeah. Um, so that that type of trauma. And and I learned through the years, and it's what I do in my coaching business, is how to turn that trauma into, into my superpower. And when I finally figured out how to do that, it was it was just so freeing and so empowering. And now it's like, now, now I get, I think I told, I told you uh, when uh, the last time you and I chatted that I firmly believe that everything that happens to us, including the bad decisions that we make, because we all make really bad decisions. We all do. And we're going to in the future. That's just the very nature of humanity, right? But everything that happens to us, good and bad to us um, happens for us, not to us. And it becomes a very important thread in the fabric of who we are. And removing one of those pieces of thread diminishes who we are. So I spent all those years trying to remove these, uh, these threads from, from the fabric of my being. And I was, I was weakening myself. It was only when I realized all those things have brought me and made me the man that I am today and now i can say i am super proud of that man because i came through those storms and i celebrated the victories and and, and look and look at me now so that that's one of the the that's that's my biggest passion in in the coaching dennis is that i adore watching people um try on their superhero cape and get fitted for that and then I get to teach them how and train them how to fly and how to jump, how to how to stand proud and stand tall. Um, and that brings me so it, it, it's so rewarding. And I do that for people of all ages and, and, and couples and small groups. And it's just it's really exciting when people realize that um, that that those bad things don't have to be removed from your life. They don't. Uh, we don't we don't need to dwell on them, but they are part of they're They're part of who we are. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's about putting it, you know, if you're like me, you run a lot of shit through your head all the time. Oh, preach it. Preach it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Right. Yep. But it's how you frame that story is what's important. Yes, this happened, or yes, this happened over an extended period of time. But now I no longer allow that. It, and I choose how I move forward. Yeah, yeah. Because you chose, you decided that it happened, uh, it happened for you, not to you. You didn't say, oh, why did you can't be to me, me, me? Poor me, poor me, poor me. Say, wait, man, this happened. This happened. This happened for me. Robbie and I had a, 
had a, a fairly, um, um, you know, we had this, this dream and we still have this dream of, of moving to California. So we went to California and we went out there and everyone was saying it's really expensive. We're like, okay, well, let's see what really expensive is. And holy crap, it's really expensive. <laughs> and we came home and we're like, oh, oh, crap. But, you know, all we needed to do was like, no, I just, I just need to re, we need to reboot. Let's not, let's not say poor me, poor me. Why, why did this happen? Not why did this happen to us, but why is this happening for us? And we realized that this was happening for us because we had to put a lot of other things into play and into place and get a lot more things organized before we can realize and pursue our dream of moving to California. And that's, that's the mindset of this is happening for me not to me. And if, if everybody could get out of that mindset, well, we would be so much happier and so much more successful. We really Yes. Would. Well, good for you for wanting such high state income taxes. I know, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that thinking? is so cool. And, and, and lots of earthquakes, so many all the time and it's increasing. I, I know I, it is. It is pretty yeah. I, I, I lived in California uh, for four years. I lived in Long okay. Beach, uh, which is on the border south of Los Angeles between mm -hmm. right on the border of uh, literally I could walk and I would be in Orange County. Yeah, know, wow. it was, I was like on the edge. Right. And that's where our son was born. My, my okay. ex, uh, husband and I adopted our son at birth. Uh, oh, beautiful. And so, uh, yeah, he was born in San Bernardino, but we were then living in um, uh, Long nice. Beach at the time. And uh, it, it is lovely. Let me tell you, I, 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 I love Southern California. I've, I've traveled, I've been to San Francisco oh, uh, for two and a half years. I worked for a company that was based in San Mateo. Mm, which sure, is, yeah. you know, in, in the Silicon Valley area. But of course, you know, I wasn't going to stay there. So I would always stay in the Castro. <laughs> of course. And then drive to work. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, that, yep. Was that was both good and bad all at the same good. time. You know, that's where we want to move actually to San Francisco. But we both, after visiting there, we're like, okay, so if we're really coming out here, but we want to still succeed in business and in our relationship, we need to live on the east side of the Bay and not in San Francisco because there's far too many distractions in San Francisco because I could make an excuse every single day why I can't work that day. So uh, yeah, it's all about it's all about focus. I got to remember that focus. But it is it is beautiful out there. But you know, like with 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 everywhere, it has its it's it's uh, it has its challenges. You know, here we have the hurricanes. Okay, yes, we see them coming. We don't see the earthquakes coming, but we we also have other issues and. And, you know, and everywhere has their political issues and, and bizarre political, socioeconomics uh, things. But really, life is about what you make of it, where you land, right? Absolutely. But what's really, yeah, but what's remarkable is that we, a lot of us have the option to choose where we land. And to be able to do that, we recognize that as a tremendous gift and an opportunity. And we're like, okay, so we're going to choose to land there eventually. And then we're going to choose what to do when we land how does that look how does that feel what does our future look like there um and so all these all these all these elements are being put into put into play but that's that's the life journey right i mean as i as i teach people life purpose um, my whole my whole focus is helping people to find their place in this world mm. and that's what we're doing so like because we know that where we are right now is not our place in this world it's served us well for seven or eight years now but now it's time, it's time, it's time to pack up and go somewhere else and find another place in this world. 
Awesome, awesome. Well, you know, if you would like to still be in a you know, no income tax state and so forth and be in a big old gay place, uh, come on down to Fort Lauderdale so we, we, can, we can hang. <laughs> Let me tell you what, I, I went to Fort Lauderdale in the, in the, uh, in the, the, the mid-80s. Boy, do I have some stories to tell. I will not tell them on this podcast. <laughs> but, wow, Fort Lauderdale. Is it's only crazy. gotten bigger, <laughs> bigger and everything else. It, and and I, I totally can appreciate the whole pros and cons because my, my past career required me to, uh, for, for working with Fortune 500 companies and government agencies, um, I had to travel 70 to 80% of my life for 13 plus years and, 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 or relocate. So for in the span of 14 years, the longest I've ever, ever lived anywhere was two years. Wow. It was constantly moving, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It, oh, it was hard. That's, and that's, that's actually that's, why I started the LinkedIn group whenever I saw the, that feature come up back now, 13 years ago, uh, wow. I was toward the end of that career. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was tough. So what is your typical client or what, you know, what's the kind of client that, you know, typically reaches out to you? The client who typically, that's, that's, that's not an easy question because, uh, but I'm going to focus on uh, first the ORC virtual side, the, mm -hmm. the business uh, side. The typical client that reaches out to me is a small business owner who is probably went to some training event, seminar somewhere, spent a lot of money to learn how to get rich quick. And then they get back home and they have an oh shit moment and they realize they, they have no idea what they're doing. Um, and then they come to me and I am the lucky one to say, you do know what you're doing. You just haven't figured out the words yet. Um, and so these are entrepreneurs who are, uh, who are uh, struggling by themselves or they have a staff that's just not working for them. Um, and I can come in and I, I talk to them about aligning tasks with talent. You know, if your team isn't working, for, if your assistant isn't working for you, maybe he's not a really good assistant. Maybe that's not where his strengths are. And so I help the businesses do that. So I help them do everything from filing, filing for their LLC to writing their SOP, to writing their processes and procedures and, uh, and, and then mentoring and coaching and being available to them so they can pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with this. Or can you help me with this? Or, hey, Curtis, I want to call you because this really cool thing happened to me. Um, so that's that's my typical client. Uh, right now, the the industries that we serve, we they're all over the board. But right now, we serve a lot of real estate investors. Um, and I have done some real estate investing coaching before, um, and I still do that occasionally. So uh, realtors, real estate investors, um, um, uh, nonprofits, and churches, and um, graphic designers, salons, really a, a small business. If if I always like tell people, say if if. If you're a small business and you're doing all the back office yourself, you're doing the whole I own my own business thing wrong. And that's why you need to come to us. So and in the in the coaching thing, Dennis, it's uh, people come to me because um, because they're looking what I, what I say when I say to them, um, I want to help you find your place in this world that usually resonates with them. They're feeling lost they're, They get up every day and they realize they're just going through the motions or maybe they're not even going through the motions. Maybe they're just barely getting out of bed every single day. Um, and they're, they're just, they want to find their superpower and, and they don't, and a lot of them don't believe they have a superpower to be found. Uh, so I've got some people who come to me and say, yeah, I, I don't think you're going to be able to, 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 to do this for me, but I'm going to give you a, a shot. 
And of course, it, it, it works, and a lot of them are still with me uh, to this day. So it's mm-hmm. um, you know, and and I'm I'm excited. I get really excited because I offer several different uh, coaching specialties, um, but the the one that really focuses on helping um, helping LGBTQ plus community to come to grips with again the pain that was caused by either family rejection or faith based rejection because of who they are and the coming out process um, that needs to be addressed. Um, and a lot of times it's just saying, Oh, that's really sad. Let's make a movie about it. Um, you know, but we all know how that movie turns out, right? Seriously. If you see a movie, you're like, Oh yeah, their family rejected them. Big surprise. Um, we know how this is going to end up. And I'm like, why don't, why don't you write the, write your own ending to your, to your own movie instead. Let's get together. Let's write the script because you are the director of your life not the circumstances that are happening to you and not all the people around you are directing, but you're allowing them to direct your life. And so I get to, I get to walk that journey with them. And, and it's, it's, it's a privilege. It's an honor. And it's super exciting for me to do that. Very cool. Very cool. Well, again, I know (laughs) that particular situation all too well. And, uh, you know, you, uh, I mean, it took me going through, a divorce and everything else actually come to grips with it. And, you know, I, uh, I've shared in, in many of my, uh, shows, you know, my father is extremely right wing evangelical, uh, crazy in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, um, other stuff that I've not shared on the show that wasn't directed at me, but was an extreme right wing, uh, cultish kind of experience uh, that I grew up in. And um, I've been told that I could write a movie about about our experiences numerous times because it was, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was crazy. Um, But, and it kind of, it got to the point where, you know, we we would only have conversations, you know, you know, that, that was about work or about gardening or about home improvement, you know, stuff. Compartmentalized, yep. Yeah, very compartmentalized. And um, so uh, two years ago, two and a half years ago, um, I was getting ready to move to Fort Lauderdale and it was Christmas. So I was at my sister's and uh, he's like, oh, I hear you're moving south. Yeah. So <laughs> he's so so why there? You know, Fort Lauderdale is known, right? <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. It's like that in San Francisco. It's like oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. So he's like, well, why? And I'm like, well, you know, I you know, I like larger cities. I've always enjoyed you know my time in Washington D.C., L.A., New York, etc. I I I like a lot of things, mm-hmm. and. Um, so he goes, oh, well, and he kept pressing. I'm like, well, you know, it's a, it's a much larger community. It, community? Well, what do you mean by that? There's a community He's here. He's pushing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what he would do. I would try to keep it, you know, on, uh, on, a, on a narrow, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as I said anything, and he would push and push and push and push. And as soon as I said, you know, finally, the gay community, mm-hmm. he immediately 
started into literally quoting scripture mm-hmm. and all of this kind of, you know, going down that whole path. I, I, I literally, I had to say, no, Good. stop. Yeah. Stop. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My finger literally was in his face. Mm-hmm. And, and my sister had to come over. <laughs> She's like, ah. but you know, I, I had to go, you know what? This isn't going to change. I'm not going to change you. And you are definitely not going to change me. Right. Right. And I love myself enough to not put up with this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. So we've not spoken since. Yeah. And that's you know, unfortunate. Sometimes, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Yeah, but it is. What, on the superpower thing, though, what I will share with you yeah. is I told him, thank you. Thank you, actually. Because you have made me such a hard ass that now my whole life does nothing but focus on the LGBT community. My whole business, my life, my business is nothing but the LGBT community. And I don't know if I would have had the strength right? because to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a, a, uh, you know, we know we know about bullies right yeah <laughs> we know about bullies and in our family bullies us or when people bully us and then they throw the bible as a, as a pastor it, it greatly offends me when when they start to twist the the, the scripture to suit their needs um and that's because that's not what it's that's not what it's for um but when those when those when those bullies show up they just they just drag a, they just drag us down there's a, a tremendous author and, uh, and, and coach and speaker, her name is Roshana Price, and she wrote um, The Giver of Awesomeness. Um, and she talks about bullies um, bringing gifts to us. And it's important for us to understand that the negative people in our lives, the people who are bullying us, the people that are throwing hate at us, are actually giving us, uh, giving us a gift. We just need to figure out what that gift is. And you figured out what that is with, 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 with him. You're like, no, you know something? The gift here is you're bullying me. And now the gift is that I, um, I now clearly see the type of man I do not want to be. So yeah. thank you very much for doing that. And so I'm going to go be the person that I believe my God is calling me to be. And, and if you don't agree with it, that's, 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 you know, great, go, go ahead. But as, you know, as a, as a pastor, people, uh, some people are really confused when they hear that I'm a, I'm a pastor and I, and I'm an uh, out and proud gay man. Like, how does, how does that work that, how does that work together? And that's a long, long conversation to have. Um, but I, but it comes down to, um, do we really think that if you believe in a, in a higher power and a creation, do we really think that we're all just these, uh, these, the, the poured into a mold and pushed out that we're all supposed to be exactly alike? Why is it so impossible that if you look all around you at the diversity of, of the planet, take away the humans, but look at the diversity. Why, why wouldn't humanity be just as diverse? Absolutely. So that's what I try to, that's what I try to celebrate every single day is the diversity of, of the higher power that I believe in. And I, I try to help people do that. I don't, I don't push my, push my face. I am a practicing Christian, but I love Buddhism. Buddha himself is one who said, you don't practice, you don't study Buddhism, to become a better Buddhist. You, be, you study it to become a better whoever you are. And I don't push my, 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 uh, push that on anybody, but I will help people explore their spiritual wellness and what it means to them and how important it is for all of us to figure out 
um, uh, how to and and the important role that spiritual wellness can play in in your life. Absolutely, I'm I'm spiritual, not religious <laughs> myself. Absolutely, I, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, you know, and, and, there, and, 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 a... and that come, yeah, I understand that because uh, I, I I teach a um, I, I do a small group uh, a wellness group um, where we go through the, the 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 wheel of wellness, and when we get to the spiritual part, I tell people it's like um, the most common thing that people say is uh, you know, well, I'm spiritual, I'm not religious because we we now have the need to separate ourselves from organized religion. Uh, which is fine if you want to separate yourself. I don't. I don't go to. I don't go to church <laughs> because I don't go to an organized religion, and that's okay. Um, you know, but but for other people, it's absolutely okay, and we have to respect one another. We have to honor each other, and we need to agree to disagree. And it's really sad. It's painful that uh, that you and your dad have come to this particular part in your life, and you just can't agree to disagree. And then look at all the other areas of your life that you could that you could match up. That it's just this one area that you keep butting heads with. But there's so much more. There's so many more layers to the relationship that could be unpeeled and enjoyed and loved and adored. I know we're getting close here to uh, our scheduled time. Is there anything yeah. perhaps you'd like to share before we get uh, before we close out? Well, uh, I'll, I'll share this with the with the business entrepreneurs out there. Uh, I want everyone to work like you don't need the money. And what I mean by that is um, I want you to work ethically, morally. I want you to work because that's where your passion is. And I don't want you so focused on money, 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 money that you lose your sense of purpose, your sense of power, um, your sense of well-being and, and who you are and what brought you into the business to begin with. So, yeah, work like you work, work, work like you don't need the money. The money will come. The money will happen. But if you get that element out of your head then you can focus on being an authentic, transparent business person. Gotcha. Well, super. Well, it's, uh, it's been a nice flowing conversation with you, Curtis. It's been, it's been fun, Dennis. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Uh, awesome. yeah, let's continue. Let's continue some conversations in the future. I'll look forward to that. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for staying tuned to this uh, very interesting and winding conversation. I hope you've enjoyed it just as much as we've enjoyed chatting with each other and having you as our guest. Be sure to hit the like or subscribe button on whichever application or website that you're listening to. As a reminder, you can view this not only on outbureau.com under content and episodes, but on YouTube and now 15 podcasting apps, including Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple, and so many others. Thank you so much again for tuning in and be sure that you also get to outbureau.com and create your profile and begin networking with other LGBTQ professionals and entrepreneurs today. Thank you so much. I'm Dennis Velko. Bye-bye.